0: Greetings, Evil Boy Genius here, and welcome to another episode of the Off The Tools Collective podcast, the podcast for smart subcontractors sick of being ridden ragged by douchebag penny pinching clients. Bottom line is this, if you're selling shit to the domestic market, fitting bedrooms, bathrooms, or kitchens, or balls deep in extensions and renovations, and you want to attract the best clients on demand, sell to them way above market rates, and have it all happen hands-off and on autopilot so you ain't stuck to your phone like a cold-calling cock then put your feet up, pin your your ears back and pay attention for the next few minutes, and then take action, because this shit will not do itself. Take it away, boys.
1: John. (laughs) Yes. John, you're tired. I'm tired. I'm very tired. Why are you tired?
0: I'm tired. I've been working really hard. And I've been to the fucking gym. First time in two weeks, because I took a couple of weeks off for uh, finish the book and stuff. Oh my God, everything fucking hurts. Everything. Even the bits that didn't work, you know? And then, then yeah, this afternoon, afterwards, we went to the bottle bank. And we're standing there throwing these fucking bottles through the holes as you do. And this car comes by. It. It stops. It's a turn. It's the police guards. Winds his window down and it says, there's a, a funeral procession coming through. That's all he said. And I just looked at him and my I'm, I'm mind raved because I got a very quick mind. And I thought, so fucking what? What do you want to do? You know? Do you want a medal? Put a poster up? Why is he telling me? This? Is it because because there's going to be a lot of traffic coming through? I need to watch the road or what? I said, that's nice. So what? Genuine question. And then Sarah behind me says, John, 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 we need to be respectful, show our respects as the procession comes by. And they're probably going to want to then come into the churchyard, which is just up the hill from where we were. And they won't want smashing bottles while they're burying their friend. Like, oh, all right. I had no idea. That's what it was. And if I'd have been on my own, that could have been unpleasant. Because I said, I was, you know, so what? Now he would have taken as being, huh, so what? Yeah. Whereas me, it was, well, yeah. But for me, it was genuine. So what? I don't understand. I guess I really start to need, I need to start using that phrase more. I don't understand. You need to explain to me. I probably need to keep wearing my fucking I am autistic badge.
1: It's a shame that I'm going to have to say this, but uh, I obviously care for you. And <laughs> I would feel a lot, <laughs> I'd feel a lot happier about you going about your way around town and whatnot, wearing a massive badge saying I am autistic. <laughs> Because
0: Well, I can see, see why it, or you. how. Yeah, I can see how that could have turned really ugly. Mm.
1: I've seen videos of police, uh, like, pinning all sorts of deranged
0: Neuro-sharp. people.
1: Neurodiverse. Did I say deranged? I did. Deranged. <laughs>
0: neurodiverse know,
1: people just through lack of training.
0: Autistic people get shot relatively frequently in the states yeah just probably not understand. frequently black people but certainly more so than you would hope because they, they genuinely don't understand the instructions yeah. now i wouldn't well, i would probably understand the instructions but i might question them but why
1: yeah well, I have not done you being confrontational it's just your, your yeah. makeup
0: yeah and, you know, and the, for instance people say yeah well it's obvious no it fucking isn't not to me you know to stop your car and say there's a funeral procession coming through is you're giving me information that's nice. What you want to do about it? But well, in
1: reality, you needed an instruction.
0: Or a request, yeah, rather yeah, than yeah. just information. Now, here's the thing. If you asked him, if you imagine if there had been an incident and then we had a some kind of investigation, he would have said I gave him an instruction. And to his mind, he would have done, but he didn't. He just gave me information. But to him, that probably would constituted an instruction, even though it was unspoken. I got fucking clear what you mean, and it's genuine. I mean, it's, this is what's frustrating. People say, "Well, you obviously do know, but you're just pretending you don't." I really fucking don't. And even when I'm told, like having the conversation with you now and with Sarah, even though I can understand now that's how it pans out, I still don't really get it. Yeah, you
1: don't understand. I, you know, I, I
0: can see that's what it all meant. Yeah, exactly. I, I, okay, I will accept that's what it all meant, but I don't really see why. And there's no guarantee if the same thing happened or a similar thing happened. There's no, there's no. I guarantee I'll join the dots in real time it's something I have to work at every time it would happen you know yeah. but anyway that's, that's quite interesting so that's another yeah. reason I'm fucking tired because that kind of thing's exhausting
1: yes there's been a few times where we've been out but and about I also some, where, where I've had to uh, join the dots here.
0: yeah it happens all the time Sarah's is brilliant at it. fucking occupational and of course the more neurotypical you can present the more dangerous it can be I mean, if yeah, you're with this... cross look like if you look fucking autistic you've, you've got a better chance of getting away with it <laughs>
1: There was this story, um, I'm (laughs) sure you've seen it. Sorry, John, I think there's a bit of a delay, but we'll power through. There there was this story in America, it was fucking heartbreaking, and I can't remember how it ended now, but there was a very, very, very neurodivergent uh, young man who I think was just behaving a little bit strangely, and he was a bigger fella, so it came across as quite intimidating to this police officer, and uh, this young man had a carer with him, And the police officer, it was in America, obviously, his first response to this man that he didn't understand why they were behaving strangely. And that's all it was, wasn't breaking any laws, was just being strange, was to pull a gun on him. And um, that obviously caused the neurodivergent young man to get into a bit of a panic, to which point the carers just had to shove herself in between the policeman and the young man. Not because he was doing anything bad, but because the the police officer was shouting, get on the floor, and he was just going, why, 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 I don't understand, I don't understand. And he was going, I will shoot you. The carers got herself, and it was fairly heroic. Like, you'll have to shoot me before you shoot him. He doesn't understand what you're saying. You know, he's I can't remember what she said he has, and the police officer didn't care. Oh, shoot, you do, you need both, need to get onto the ground now. It's like all because he would, he just didn't fit in, didn't break any laws, but but just looked a bit sketchy.
0: Yeah, that's quite common. Um, and say in the states they do get shot, but this is what's I find, quite frustrating. Uh, you know? people talk about white privilege, I like I say, let's talk about neurotypical privilege. If you're going to talk about privilege, let's talk about all the privileges, yeah, you know? or don't, you know? yes, so. Anyway, moving swiftly on, it's kind of connected in a way about not understanding things. We've just taken on a new client, you know this, and he's got nothing to do with trades. He's as far from being a tradesman as you could get. He's a graphic designer of sorts, former car salesman of all things. Um, he's also neurodiverse. And it's quite interesting, I mean, we were we were chatting for months and months over. Over, not not business, but about being neurodiverse. And he self-identified and stuff. And he's, he's now joined us. And it's kind of like a breath of fresh air to him. But the thing is, a question I've had before is, is and it, it's almost, sometimes it seems to be unspoken, but people in the trades will assume we don't know what we're doing. Because one, a lot of our clients are not in the trades. And two, we are not in the trades at all, ourselves. I mean, the closest I can, the closest claim to fame I can make about being in the trades is my dad was a fucking carpenter. Me, myself, personally, you would not want to trust me with power tools, you know? I've got a little workshop, and I've got some very dangerous fucking looking power tools in there. And they, I'm not nervous around them, but I'm also very aware how clumsy I am. And I'm quite okay with the fact I might lose a couple of limbs in the next few years, you know? But the thing is, the fact we know nothing about the trades and trades businesses, one, it's irrelevant because it doesn't matter. And two, I think it's actually a good thing.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: Right? Uh, when I say it's irrelevant, I say it's irrelevant, and I'm going to read out something now because I fucked if I can remember it because there's so many of them. So bear Some with me. Script. Yeah, it's not. It's not a script as such. It's a web page we sometimes send people to. Question is, can I help you? And I read this out, right? And I say, it says, I've been in the business a long time and I have shared my methods with and mentored hundreds of business owners in every industry you can imagine. And a few you probably can't, including builders, quantity surveyors, electricians, carpenters, plumbers, security system providers, flooring guys, financial planners, hairdressing salon owners, carpet sellers, will writers, architects, copywriters, lawyers, accountants, project managers, coaches, dentists, dental lab supplies, businesses, consultants, dog trainers, retailers, of everything, telescopes, coffee machines, social media bobs, BODS, graphic designers, ISPs, that's internet service providers, marketing professionals, trainers, healthcare providers, dominatrixes, yes, really, automation engineers, physiotherapists, website designers, and so on, okay? I've worked with all of them, I tell them all the same thing to do the same things, and it just work. It doesn't matter that I know nothing at all about running, specifically running a builder's business a kitchen business, a bathroom business, a plumbing business. It not make any fucking difference at all. So that's the first thing. It doesn't make any fucking difference. It's because we're selling to human beings, selling to people, right? You know? People are people are fucking people, whether you like it or not. Our similarities are far greater than our differences. And you could take what we do, and what we share with people and you could probably transplant it to almost any country in the world as well i mean there will be some cultural differences maybe some some legal differences but really the principles would remain the same because you know if you think about it maslow's hierarchy of needs is a human thing not a not a fucking white person black person gay person trans person whatever person thing is a human thing well a lot of what we do is actually predicated coincidentally probably on Maslow's hierarchy of needs Is what people want their values what they get from what you, they buy you know so and that's the first thing that's why it doesn't matter but the really good news about it that, that's i would say that's good news it's, it's neither good nor bad it's just a fact it doesn't matter we're not tradesmen it just doesn't make any difference at all we've worked with all kinds of businesses and it just fucking works it just does but why it's really good news why i say that is one of the things we get well, one of the things I see and it's occasionally get brought up in conversation is, yeah, well, our, our business is, is special. Our business is different. In the building trade, it's a bit different because, yeah, well, it's okay for kitchen guys, but in plumbing, it's a little bit different. No, it isn't. And the danger is when you're a plumber or when you're a kitchen fitter or a, or a fucking architect or a butcher or a baker, or a candlestick maker, you fall into bad habits. You fall into thinking... Oh, yeah. Our little niche, our little world is different. And the way we do things is the right way, because that's the way we do them. If they'd be better done different ways, well, they'd be done different ways. Well, that's bullshit, you know, that you have preconceived ideas of what a building firm, what a plumbers firm, what a kitchen firm, what a bathroom firm should be run like. And of course, that's not true. You know? It doesn't make any sense at all. As we've said before, it's like business incest. Everyone's looking around to see what everyone else does in the same situation, does the same thing. And everyone slowly gets stupider and fucking uglier spiral down. All right. We don't have any preconceived ideas about how things should be done in that particular industry. We can look at a, a situation you're in and we can say, well, the fix to that is really easy. You tell them how to do it and we go, oh, we can't do that. It's not done in our industry, but it's done in that industry over there and it works. And then we've done it in all these other industries too. And it works. Why do you think your industry would be different? Statistically, I've yet to come across a single business, single industry, where our shit doesn't work. But let's say there is one, all right? The chances that you're in it is almost zero. It's not impossible, but, you know, if you're a plumber, and we've worked with plumbers successfully in the past, and I'll do now, if you're a kitchen fitter, a boiler installer, you're any, any of those things, and we've worked with guys in the same business, were very similar, almost indistinguishably, you know, the business are almost indistinguishable. If we've worked with those before successfully doing the shit we've done, and it's worked for those people. There's a close to zero chance it won't work for you too. But you can't tell them. You can't tell these people, kinda. Because these people no. know.
1: My business is death one. Oh,
0: man. I remember the first time I went to uh Dan Kennedy event in, in Chicago back in 2005. So that's a long time ago. He had this fucking big banner behind him on the stage, and it says, "My business is different." And he said he hears this all the time, and it's fucking true. I, I hear it. I mean, okay, maybe it's my reticular activation system listening for it, but I do all the time. People will say, "I know, I know you're gonna, I know you're gonna tell me off for saying my business is different," and I know my business is not different. And there's a long pause. They go, "But," what they mean is, "But it is. It isn't. It just fucking like, isn't."
1: I spoke to someone who'd been following us for a while and uh, they made that known and they, they were quite proud of it I think they, they were showing off to me a little bit they was using all of our vocabulary right back you know they said my avatar is this and it was very clear they'd been through uh, BA because they, they, they literally just read it out essentially and I was like oh that's great so you've done your homework you know your shit and they went yeah but huh? <laughs> even though I've listened to John for ages and one of his big things is about putting my prices up my business is different. I went, Well, you haven't been paying that close attention, have you? Because we fucking hate it when people say that. and, they were, and then they went, but it's true. And their argument was essentially their, their argument was essentially they've only won tenders when they've been the cheapest. And I said, Well, we've worked with guys that win tenders when they're by far the most expensive. So how do you explain that? <laughs> and they went, and guess what they said back, John? <laughs> oh. But they were probably in a different industry, probably providing a different service. I was like, for fuck's sake.
0: For fuck I know it, sake. it's social great. It really is. I mean, don't get me wrong, I know some things are easier than others. I mean, like selling selling weight loss and fitness stuff is probably easier than selling industrial flooring in warehouses. I'm not denying that for a moment. It's a different model, there's a longer sales process and all the rest of it. But the fundamentals are the same. And I'll be absolutely clear about that now. I mean, I'm not giving everything away. Uh, if, well, that's not true, actually. I'm giving everything away now. But the people listening to this won't pay attention to it. They won't listen to it. So, it's, you know, it's, it's perfectly safe for us to do this. You're not going to lose any business over it. The, the, the answer to the problem of the Fit Pro getting more money. That's actually, let, let's let's change that a little bit. I won't talk about Fit pros. Let's talk about, say... People selling kitchens. The difference in people selling kitchens and the difference in people it took in domestic for a higher price, and people selling, say, flooring or, yeah, flooring in warehouses as the higher price. The answer is exactly the same, even the details of how they do it will differ, but the principle is the same. That is, find those businesses where you can talk to the decision maker. Now, the great thing about domestic is you can almost always do that very simply because what you do is you've got the man and the woman, they're either both the decision-maker or one of them is, so you just make sure you speak to both of them at the same time. Job done. Well... When you're in the, the the commercial side, yeah, you just it is more difficult because the guy who signs the check and says yes or no might be a little bit harder to get hold of. But in which case, you don't do anything unless you are either talking to him or talking to someone else who can make the decision. If that's not happening, you don't do. You don't have the conversation. You don't have the meeting. You don't have the. You don't send the email. You don't have the phone call. No, we do it all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. We, we have it very clear. When when we were doing sales calls for the high end stuff, it was very clear. If you have anyone else who needs to make a decision in the business, they must be on the call too. And if they were not there, we would say, well, I would say, if they're not here, we can't do the call. You know? Very simple. Oh, well, I suppose our business is fucking different though, isn't it Connor? But it's, it's, you know, this is fucking one-on-one. I, I work with a guy who worked with HS2 and these big high profile contracts and it was a real cunt because it was all being squeezed on price. And all I said to him was, do you want to fucking feed your ego or feed your bank balance? Bank balance, right. In which case, forget the fucking big contractors. Forget the main contractors. Forget these tier ones. Forget the ego dri- driving stuff and focus on getting clients where you could speak to the decision maker and not the bureaucracy. Yeah. He started doing that and he was selling it more than three times the going rate in his industry because he could fucking speak to the guy or the girl in charge. Well, anyone can do that. You know, I know it's fucking hard work sometimes but anyone can do that. That's the beauty of domestic. It's, it's almost a fucking to complete. It just happens. If so anyone can do it, you can arrange for it to be done. I hate these people sometimes. They're like errant children. No, I don't hate them. That's, they're like errant children. They need a spanking. Right? I like a good spanking myself, but that's a different thing.
1: That is different. And it's... Ugh. it's it's so simple as well because when they get inside our world we give them all of the tools they need we give them the choreography choreography if i can get my words pronounced properly of exactly what needs to be said when you get in front of these decision makers the amount of people we have to speak to and how hard we have to run it into their head that the only reason they want to deal with tier ones is for their ego is just stupendous however I get it, you, you, you only know what you know and you don't know what you don't know. And these people that start their own businesses, they feel like they've been underestimated their whole life and they've watched their bosses going after the tier ones because they want to be able to say they've worked with, you know, brand name X and they're delivering job X. When in reality, you do so much better to just get your ego out of the way and focus on the scenarios where you can control the final outcome.
0: I despair sometimes with these people. I mean this is for the people listening to this, obviously, because Connor and I know this is going on. We are making delivery so much easier. Okay. It's easy, it's it's our delivery. We're, we're making learning systems so much easier. At the moment, it's it's simple enough. We when people join us, they get on a, on a kickstart process. That it, it's probably about five days' work. Well not five days work, it probably takes them about five days to do it an hour a day. It's it's fairly straightforward. But we're making this so fucking easy for you guys. We're now instituting something called 90 q It's 90 things you can do spread over 90 days in 90, 90 second video. So a minute and a half video every day, a one page worksheet and a task that will take you half an hour or less. That's how we have stipulated it. If you don't have 31 and a half minutes every day to do this shit for 90 days, you shouldn't be running a business. No. Yeah? So all it's gonna take you? Watch the video for a minute and a half and then spend 30 minutes on the task. Cause it, we will we'll guarantee that it won't take you 30 minutes. Or oh, it'll take 30 minutes or less. If you yeah. don't have that time, if you can't or won't make that commitment, here's what you do: you wind up your business and you go and get a fucking job. McDonald's would be a good one for you, because there's no responsibility there. You know? I would guarantee almost everyone, every cunt listening to this fucking podcast spends more than 31 and a half minutes every day doing any one of these things, let alone all combined, any one of them, watching TV, sitting on the shitter, on WhatsApp, on Facebook. Thank you. Banking, wasting their time on other social media, even LinkedIn, where they're reading and commenting unnecessarily. I bet you could find 31 and a half minutes of your life by cutting out any one of those, let alone all of them. And if you don't do it, it ain't a question of can't, it's a question of won't. You won't do it, you feeble fucking bastards, you feeble-minded piece of shit. Yeah, I'm calling our prospective clients feeble-minded pieces of shit because I won't do this stuff. Won't! Well, won't,
1: won't, 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 won't. And uh, just like anything in life, <laughs> The, the small percentage that take action get the lion's share of the profit in the market domination.
0: They do. And we all like a bit of domination, don't we? It's like spanking. You and your
1: spanking, you've got a thing tonight. I'm going to message Sarah on your behalf and say John needs a good spanking.
0: Who do you think's the one who spanks me?
1: Exactly. I'm now, I'm spanking. It's
0: great yeah. Here's the problem with dominators, but they have got a they have got a, a fucking rabid crowd, and they kind of know it on one level. But there are I know a few doms kind of socially, and they tell me that there are women out there who are not working. They just don't. Well, now, not because of COVID, but I mean, I'm talking pre-COVID. They are not working. They can't get the business. It's unbelievable. And the reason is, it's the same It's the same reason the kitchen guys and plumbers can't get business. Or if they do, it's cheap. Because they don't really get it in the head that they can charge as much as they want to. They, like a lot of guys, they seem to think it's wrong to, you know, if, if a man's got a fetish of a certain scenario, he wants to play out role play. They seem to think it's wrong to charge him a lot of money for it. Even though he'd be perfectly fucking happy because he's getting his dream. It's not about sex even for most of these guys. It's quite a complex thing. And you could argue and say some of it goes back to childhood trauma. But some of it is about losing control because these guys are maybe high profile. You know, some of these guys are judges. Some of these guys are politicians. Some of these guys are you know high-ranking policemen. They've got these fucking stresses in their life and sometimes they just want to fucking stop for an hour and let go of all control and let someone else take charge. Well, they'll pay a lot of money for that. But they, some, these people seem to think it's somehow wrong, these girls. And all their websites look the same, and they speak the same kind of shitty language, and they don't really get inside the men's heads at all. It's fucking tragic. And I am one of these days, when I make the time to do it, I'm going to fucking set up a little side business and just do dominatrix marketing for them. Not for them, but with them. Just because it's easy. It's easy. I suppose I need a Dom actually to help me because a lot of these women won't listen to a man. No. You know, they no. should. They should listen to a name, like but maybe if I can get a Dom on my side. I did have one. She was quite, she was fucking gorgeous. She, she looked like a younger Sarah Lancashire. Is it Sarah Lancashire, the actress?
1: I don't know. I'm awful. Okay, language. she looks, she's
0: really quite, quite good looking woman. I don't know how into her. She, she has some health problems that she just disappeared off my radar. So maybe she died or something like that. But um, what I need so, if any of you guys out there listening to this have got a dominatrix if would be willing to partner with me in terms of marketing and stuff, let me know. Did you just like say
1: Sarah Lancashire is good looking?
0: A younger Sarah Lancashire. That's not what I said. I said this woman looks like a much looks like a much younger Sarah Lancashire, and she was good looking. So she was a face. Don't forget, I've got that thing where I don't I can't really recognise yeah, yeah, yeah. faces very.
1: Yeah, yeah. I just googled Sarah Lancashire just to see who he was on about, and uh, yeah, she was just a lot older. But anyway, you clarified. You clarified. I remember once, just to follow on from you, your spiel there. I don't know how it happened but uh, we ended up talking, me, oh, me, me and a group of these lads, it ended up uh, onto a conversation about sex positions. I can't remember how, I wasn't even that close with these boys to be having that sort of conversation, but it came up, it happened, and yeah. <laughs> it was quite funny. Those who said their favourite position was the more dominant one for the male, so you know, doggy uh, being the best example, tended to have jobs where they had far less power. And those that preferred more passive positions, such as girl on top and reverse cowgirl and all of that where they just have to sit back and just get fucked rather than doing the fucking tended to have more power in their jobs it it followed the true rule of like 80 20 there and it it just made me giggle i was like all of these men that have power they just want to lie on their backs be told they're a good boy and have someone else do all the work and they come pay them the fuck off (laughs)
0: That's fucking perfect to me.
1: <laughs> and those that wanted more power in their lives just took it out on these poor women.
0: <laughs> well, you think about it. Again, this is almost a cliche, but the kind of guy who is aggressive towards women and controlling and dominate domineering is very insecure and weak. Yeah. Right? Strong, assertive men do not abuse women. No. Strong, assertive men are not intimidated by intelligent, successful women. Weak men are. <laughs> you know if you if you and if you think about it it's quite logical in a sense i'm not saying it's 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 acceptable i'm saying it's logical it's rational in the sense that if you've got a guy who cannot beat a woman or cannot beat's not the right word if, if he if he cannot compete with a woman in terms of intelligence and success and all the rest of the, the the reasonable stuff we do in society then he's always got the one thing he can do better than her and from mostly most men most of the time and that is he can beat her up you know <laughs> that's what it comes down to it's disgusting but that's why it happens i'm sure now personally i find intelligent strong assertive women fucking hot as fucking fuckity fuck you know nothing sexy than fucking brains except me of course
1: be strong powerful assertive and intelligent on this dick
0: i mean sigourney weaver fucking hell how hot is that woman and she's extremely intelligent and successful you don't know who sigourney weaver is you are fucking diseased man
1: I am diseased, I have Perthes disease, Sigana Weaver.
0: Sigani! Alien! The chick from Alien! You must have seen fucking Alien.
1: Not for a very, 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 not not since I was like eight years old. What, about
0: three years ago then?
1: Yeah, <laughs> you fucker. There's a new Alien coming out, isn't there? Is there? Yeah, a new one. And it's meant to be an actual horror style this oh, good. time, rather than the shitty reenactments that have been doing recently
0: so is it a remake of alien or is it just a continuation of the the franchise a continuation
1: i believe but they're right. taking it back to the beginning so I, oh, okay. I, I believe it probably follows the same premise as follows the same story that isn't considered a remake i'm not sure
0: of all the film of all the, the of all the alien films i thought the second one was the best aliens 2 was fucking brilliant i need to give them a watch i can't rec- i can what tell aliens? you a single thing about Alien. Probably the best bit when Sigourney Weaver's getting undressed and getting into the, um, the stasis thing. You know, the... <laughs> I'm
1: Googling her, Right. <laughs> it kind
0: of takes me down to my level. The, the level of it, it? Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver. Weaver. You, you won't like her. She's Sigourney. Sigourney. I see God, her what's now. wrong with you?
1: Sorry, it came up Sigourney Weaver. So I just assumed that was that. But no, that's a band. <laughs> Sigourney. There we go. This is a hard name to spell. I've never seen the name Sigourney. It is
0: if you're an illiterate fucking buffoon with
1: Berthie, yeah. No, she's quite hot in her younger years.
0: Oh, thank you for your approval. That makes me feel a I lot better. I'm not giving you
1: my approval. You don't fucking deserve it. I don't give a shit about it. The Sigourney Weaver naked. Let me Google that. Oh. oh, yeah. I see her tips from a map of the world, 1999. I see another. I'm not too enamoured with her body in this photo. I'm not a fan of the bush, and she has a rather monstrous bush. Oh, no, this isn't real. This is from celebrityfakes4u.com.
0: <laughs> Connor. Yes, mate? We're on a podcast. Mm-hmm. And you are looking for nude pictures of Sigourney Weaver and looking at fakes and saying you don't like her bush. Just correct me if I've got any of that wrong.
1: No, you got all of that right, and that's exactly what a podcast is for.
0: OK, OK. I just wanted to be clear that that's exactly what we're looking at. <laughs>
1: Yeah. And I found their tits from two different films, one from 1999 and one from 1986, and her tits got better with age. I, I think you'd agree. I think, I think the listeners would agree.
0: They got bigger. I don't know what to say. I really don't. Except maybe we should, we should wrap this up so you can go and have a wank or something.
1: <laughs> I don't need a wank. I <laughs> found a website where there's just loads of fakes and there's one getting, of her getting fucked. I'll put it in the chat for you
0: oh, despair.
1: I got vaccinated today so I don't understand social cues because I'm autistic now and oh, on that note should we that wrap it terrible. up <laughs> see you're looking you're looking at the one oh, where, no, no, no. where she's got a red top on
0: yeah in the yeah. kitchen
1: <laughs> we can't even put this in the show notes not really no the boys lose track on oh, <clears> fake tips
0: Yes, I'm going to have to put it in the show notes. Anyway, (laughs) Anyway, Holly will be most impressed with that, I think. Anyway, so if you want to make more money with less work, less hassle, and fewer few headaches by attracting better clients, setting high fees, and having them delivered to you so you can make predictable sales, hands off, hands off in the background on autopilot, then I strongly suggest you go to ottpodcast.co.uk and avail yourself of the free resources, or email Holly at growyourbusinessfast.co.uk and see we we'll take care of you. In the meantime, stay safe. So wash your hands. Please do not fat fake Sigourney Weaver pictures and do not shit on your fingers. See you later.
1: Terah